Yeah. What's good, Malik? How you doing? Yeah, how you doing, bro? Chilling, chilling. All right, let's get today's podcast. So, today we are talking about some multitude of things. Let me pull up my notes here. So, do you want to pick your topic first, or you want me to pick one of my topics first? Hold on. <clears throat> Let me pull up my topic Because I know we say we're going to try to get better at this, but we're kind of going to discuss this, like what topics we do first. The next podcast, we, we'll have that a lot. All right, you want to do free agency findings? You want to do free agency findings? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about the free agency findings. Uh, let's go with the Patriots. Hey, the Patriots, man, they are... They're they, they signing a lot of players. They're, Bill Belichick really says, it's like, all right, that's how not making the playoffs is? Fuck that. We're making a playoff team right now. And I like the signings, honestly. Yeah, they got Johnny Smith behind Henry for tight ends. Those are good pickups, in my opinion. Uh, Johnny Smith is an upcoming tight end. I feel like he can really make that leap this coming especially Cam. Cam has always succeeded when he's had tight ends. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg Olson, for example, Cam did amazing his MVP year with Greg Olson. I think that should be very helpful in terms of passing for Cam. So he's not trying to bomb it down the field, you know, to kill Harry if he's still there, you know, that would say. And then, you know, they got Slavin Kitchen Borns. Yeah, that's an Aguilar, too. And then, that's Aguilar had an amazing year with the local Raiders. He can bounce back from his years in Philly where he was constantly dropping the ball. So hopefully mm-hmm. next year he can <clears throat> be a lot better. I know he's capable of it. You've seen it this year. Yeah, he did. Um, you think, like, with the addition of the offensive players, do you think the offenses will improve? Because the defense still pre- did pretty well. Uh, yeah. You know, <clears throat> defense was a bad last year. Defense had opt-outs, as we all know. Uh, we also signed a couple people on the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like... <clears throat> Patriots defense has always been consistent. You know, Bill Belichick's way is always consistent defense and always will be like that. Yeah. So I think they'll be successful next year. I also feel like that. What you call it? So that means like in the in the early in the first round they can go with with their pick. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's a lot of good draft picks out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Bill Belichick is thinking in terms of base news or what he would think he would need. Um, well, really, I think I think what you call it. I think they can like they're a team that can actually just play one hundred percent sure go for best player available because in free agency you don't want to get like players that are in the draft. You don't want to get players that like are gonna start right away, but like be, but you but young. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just I mean, want to get best player available, and yeah. draft you get in the play in the um, free agency. You got to get your needs, and and the draft just get best player available. Mm-hmm. No, totally agree. Uh, I think they could use a running back. I think if they go on free agency, they could pick up a really decent decent running back. Uh, Damian Williams just got released from Chiefs. He's a good pick if they want to go with him. Uh, there's a couple of guys out there. Cause they just they just uh released a running back, right? What running back was it? The uh, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly who they released. 
Like, the problem is this one? Like, I think James White might get released? I think they did release James White. Dude, they can't even mess around and draft one of the star running backs in the first round. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, see. Yeah, now nah, I don't know. <clears throat> I couldn't find anything. Well, they, I think we were thinking about releasing them, or they already did, and just not that big. Um, all right, for our next one. Other than the Patriots, who else do you think has won free agency? Um. <clears throat> Well, hmm. get out there. Yeah, my bad. Uh, You're good. Definitely. Yeah, who did win? I mean, Patriots so far probably got the best signings. Mm-hmm. I would say <clears throat> the Texans every week we're tooling, but we don't know what's going on with the Sun Watson, so we don't really know what that means. Now I've I've heard I heard stuff on the internet that saying that it could be just a team to devalue what Deshaun Watson is worth. If that makes sense, oh, I definitely, I definitely so think it, it, yeah. So so yeah. it's like uh, yeah. No, let's just let's, let's put that as a topic. Let's put that as a topic right now. Do you think that like I've read that what you call it that the Texans aren't what you call it don't want to like. Get backlash for training Deshaun Watson or cutting him, so I feel just sort of devalue, devalue him right now, so it doesn't look foolish. Well, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson is under contract. They got him for four years with a fifth-year option. So <clears throat> Deshaun wants to be traded. He can't really leave, so the Texans can really play hardball with Deshaun. They ain't got to trade him if they don't want to. They can really mm-hmm. just let him sit. If he wants to stay, he can stay. Because in my opinion, Deshaun Watson is a world talent. If I'm a owner or I'm a team manager, I'll try my best possibly not to lose that player. And then you also see teams as well <clears throat> with also that division that came out, like the stuff that's going on. I still want him. There's still teams that still want Deshaun Watson because even if just, if these rape accusations are true, which we don't know if they are yet, <clears throat> mm-hmm. teams are still going to trade for him, even if he's suspended for six games. I still get Deshaun Watson for years, no matter what. So I'll bite. I mean, if they are true, I don't think that's a I don't think they're true. I don't think they're true. I think it's funny. I think it's funny how you don't want to play, and all of a sudden, twelve men come out talking about he he had sexual assault. And the lawyer that's defending them is is friends with the team owner. Exactly. So it it all seems a little bit funny to me, but we don't really know, and I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. So, but. Yeah, but mm, I don't uh, think, see, I think I think the Patriots won free free agency signing this year. Uh, I don't think yeah. anybody else really made it. I said, uh, I don't know. They're the, they're the top winner for me, but I believe Jackson Jacksonville has done pretty pretty decent. Yeah, I can say that too. Jacksonville um, did do decent. New York, both the Jets and the Giants are doing pretty good with their signings as well. 
Yeah, Giants are signing Dory Jackson today. Yeah, yeah that's a good pick. All of Dory the other day as well. Mm-hmm. So they can, like, their defense is lucky good. They got they resign Little Williams. They have James Bradbury and now Dory Jackson. If Dory Jackson can play up to the first rounder and actually stay healthy, so he's a like he's a good man to man in corner. No, yeah, Dory Jackson is amazing man to man. Uh, I can't think beat that he'll speed. Be healthy. I think he'll be able to be healthy next year, and he'll make a big impact uh, on the yeah. offensive line. I think Kenny Galladay can help Daniel take that next step of being the franchise quarterback. Because uh, now, now they have to have a number one receiver that they can rely on. Mm-hmm. Jo- Daniel Jones, what's the If he keeps up, he's progress. I see that he's progressing. He's not like making a great progression like all these other quarterbacks, but like he's making a slow progression. He's taking his time. Progression yeah. since his first year, and getting him a true number one receiver, along with Saquon in the backfield, and if Evan Eagle can actually catch the ball and I drop it, like that's a pretty good, pretty good offense. Yes, uh, they're gonna get Saquon back from his ACL injury. Uh, hopefully, we'll see what he he's like next year. Uh, he's got to block. Saquon's got to learn how to block. Mm-hmm. He's got to get Daniel some protection in time. He can't just always be looking to catch or run the ball. He has to block. He's way too big to not want to block for a running back. Uh, Evan Ingram, same thing, too. His blocking is okay. He's trying to always trying to receive the ball, but can't seem to catch the ball. <clears throat> That's not going to work. And then, you know, Daniel. Daniel was inconsistent last year, but he did show signs of what he can do. But I think the offense under Joe Judge can also improve because he is leading him in the leadership way and pushing him. Like, that defense did amazing last year, and they gave a lot of people tough competitions. Mm-hmm. I just read that the Eagles are interested in trading for Nick Foles. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Nick, Nick Foles is like Ryan for Patrick to me. You know, mm-hmm. if, you don't, if you don't put expectations on him to do anything, he plays mm-hmm. good. But if yeah. you want him to be your quarterback, it's not going to work. Yeah, he's he's in that category though. So, he's a, I, mean, I think he's a good like stopgap quarterback, like Tyrod Taylor is. Like yeah. you can like the backup quarterback is like, oh, I want him, you know, for a year, but like I don't want him really any longer than that. Mm-hmm. But like I just feel like Tyrod Taylor, what you call it, can even be good. It just sucks that um, each time like he has a rookie quarterback behind him, he gets benched or hurt. And, and then he gets justified to put the other rookie in. Rookie yep. balls out. And, yeah, look at that. Yeah, Tyrod's just been putting in certain situations. But also, Tyrod hasn't, you know, played to expectations. Him and Teddy Bridgewater, to me, are at the same level right now. Is where they're really good quarterbacks. We know they're good quarterbacks. They just haven't played to that ability. Mm. Well, even Teddy, like, I'm surprised they're, they're – uh... Like everybody has the Panthers getting mocked the quarterback. Like I feel like mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater do decent enough, but I guess it's like there's a better quarterback out there. You gotta get him, right? Yeah, I man, you gotta go with the best signing that you can at quarterback positions. Quarterbacks are very hard to find. Are really, really good. Uh, she has a lot, like you know, decent at what you call it. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Developing quarterback. Yep. <clears throat> quarterback coaches are very important. You got to develop your, your quarterback. You got to develop them correctly. That's why, like, I feel like um, 
Justin Herbert is going to get better, better next year because the Saints quarterback coach, who was a quarterback for like the last five years, mm-hmm. um, he's the new offensive coordinator at, uh, in L.A. for the Chargers. Oh yeah, Justin Herbert's going to take that lead too. He did amazing this year. Just oh, yeah. coming out, you know, not a lot of people had confidence in him coming out of the Pac-12. They didn't really see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he played amazing at Oregon, and that offense is a motion spread offense. It's fast. They're looking for speed, and he had to throw the ball deep. He I mean, he never really – the only – like, even then, like, people were questioning, like, can he take a snap under center? Because mm-hmm. he never took a snap under center before well, throughout his years in college. But, all right, uh, what's the next topic? Let me look it up. My next topic we were supposed to talk about is – how have you handled the pandemic? Uh, it started. So I would say I've handled it pretty well. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't out of work, so I was able to still be able to work and still take care of my family. So I've handled the pandemic pretty well. Hmm. Yeah, same, same with me. Like, that's how I handled it pretty well. But, like, I'm learning, like, really, that me and my, um, you and my fiance aren't really, like, we don't really need to go out. We we're staying in most of the time anyway. So mm-hmm. like, when we had to start staying in more or whatnot, it was like, it's like, oh, it really doesn't matter. And you should have done that. And then, like, what? We, even our jobs, what you call it? Like, we didn't lose our jobs, so it's just good. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of people, like lost their jobs. Yeah, are still not working because of it. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. been a whole year. It's yep. crazy. Mm-hmm. Just think about it a whole year. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, no, definitely, COVID has definitely changed the world in a way. You know, we definitely are in a different circumstances now that mm-hmm. we will be used to. We're definitely adapting. <clears throat> it's going to be a minute before we, you know, get back to where we were. But, you know, what we can do is deal with it as best as possible. And that's, you know, keeping our social distance. Exactly. It was the next topic. Yeah, that was a, that was the next topic. Do you have any more that you want to talk about? Uh, I have a few. I have a couple, but you know, yeah, you know, I was thinking it was like, all right. So, next one is all right. So the next one is it's so I seen a list on Instagram the other day on Twitter. It was like the top five quarterbacks of all time. It was um, pay. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Joe Montana, Joe Montana, and Patrick Mahomes. So they were the top five quarterbacks of all time. Did it mention Brady? Had had Mahomes top five all the time, but he only played like a couple seasons. How do you feel about that? <clears throat> You think that's deserving, or you think that's kind of out of pocket? I'm not going to be biased because I'm a Chiefs fan. Uh, he's way too young to be that rated top five already all time. That makes no sense. I mean, he has done amazing. I mean, winning the MVP in the first, almost, I think, what, second season? Yeah. Three for 51 touchdowns. I mean, number one offense in the league, won the Super Bowl. You know, what would you say? Kids are amazing. Uh <clears throat> But I wouldn't put him just there just yet. I got to see how his career pans out. But definitely, I agree with Kane Manning 
A Rod's up there. Uh, Tom Brady, of course. Joe was amazing. If anybody was able to watch Joe film, or even be alive for that. Who? Joe Namath? Joe Montana. Oh, Joe Montana. Okay. So you should have said Joe. I was like, what, huh? <laughs> I thought Joe Namath for a second. But no, yeah, Joe, nah. Joe Montana is freaking it's a beast. But I would definitely throw in Drew Brees in that top five. If we if we really want to have a serious conversation, Drew Brees should be in the top five. Yeah. You know, he deserves it from where he came from. I mean, if Tom Brady could get put as a GOAT and was, what, the last pick in the draft? Mm-hmm. To win in seven rings? Well, not I mean, the last dude. pick in the draft, but six, six, he's a six-round draft pick. Yeah, real low for a quarterback. Oh yeah. You know. Oh no, that's but a, to make yeah. that leap, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But Drew, and then Drew, I mean, yeah, he's a first pick in the second round, and was, I was tripping though. He's like picked like thirty two, but it was like second pick first round. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, wait, what do you mean? But I was like, but the um, I think the Texans weren't a t- NFL team yet. So it's, but anyway, it's a good off track. But but yeah, like thirty second pick, first pick in the second round. You know, mm-hmm. like he has a short quarterback, so he's not really the prototype. But like he's he's accurate as hell. He holds yep. 13, 13 NFL records right now, and he's second in touchdowns. That's because Brady's yep. still playing as a an elite level. It's just one of the things where you know Drew Brees just like, Drew Brees played in an era where it was just like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron yeah. Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, Aaron so it's kind of like you know let's let's just treat like you know Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller. You know, they all played in Georgia. You know, they weren't able to win because of Jordan. Yeah, but you know, let's, luckily Drew Brees was able to get a ring mm-hmm. and did have to see in New Orleans because he loves New Orleans to death. I think I'm honestly saying like he should probably have one or two more at the low. At least he has. Like I know people are gonna say, "Oh, just get over it," but like he should be. He should have had two Super Bowls. He had at least should have played two Super Bowls. Like again and again, I'm gonna always say till the day I die that that Nola no call <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> BS. It should have been called. <laughs> It's the it's the game, man. You know we we can't change what happened, but they do. This rapping does have to improve. They do have to improve. Yeah, rapping these last they, couple years has been downright horrendous. There should, be, there should be no reason in a playoff game that there is a crucial call like that that is missed, and it literally literally screwed the team out of the game. Yeah, because like, what you call it? So if the Saints would have would have gotten that call. Would have been down at like the like ten yard line, maybe even closer. Mm-hmm. I think inside the five, and we could have just ran the ball, kneeled the ball three straight times, wasting the clock, mm-hmm. and they would have had like I think like thirty seconds left to try to score, <clears throat> or something like that. Yep. But we can also look at it like you know what if they do you know go on to win that game? Do they make it? Do they win 
you know, do they really finish? Like, who knows? But, you know, it's a whole bunch of what ifs. But uh, do they, I feel like. Did they go? Did they win the Super Bowl? Who knows? I mean, I feel like we could have played a more entertaining game against the Patriots. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wasn't sold on Jared Goff. He's assistant QB to me. You know, McVay's offense made him look good that first year. Yeah. And then once people figured out Jared Goff, it wasn't hard after that. You know, and the whole Todd Gurley fiasco, and it it was a mess in Los Angeles. I don't know what they were doing after that that Super Bowl mm-hmm. catastrophe. Yeah, that because uh, that dead that they they're, they they're missing out on that defense. Mm-hmm. What they're they're doing, they're trying to look like Seattle with the Legion of Boom, where they they make it to the Super Bowl, but they didn't win. <clears throat> and then that next you know few years is just like. You know, playoff exit, playoff exit, playoff exit, and they're not winning. And then eventually gets to that point where that defense, you know, starts breaking up. You start losing pieces, and you know, boom, you got rebuilt. So they definitely got to take advantage of that defense right now while they can. Yeah, but yes, they're just. I mean, that's kind of what the Saints do. Like we have all these chances to make the play to go to the Super Bowl. That just blow blow leads or freaking something like that. It like, this would be terrible. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping, like hoping within the next couple mm-hmm. years we can get a shoot. We still have a window open. You know, I feel like Jameson will blossom if he starts. I feel like he's going to do really good in our offense. I feel like Jameis has got to start. I feel like Sean's got to give him the keys to that offense. <laughs> no. I mean, you got you 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 guys haven't signed a real quarterback besides Jameis since. Well, since so Teddy, I'm, really. a, I'm assuming I'm a yeah. Like we had like that's since Teddy. There's only Teddy and and uh, Winston. It's the only quarterback that I ever thought that can exceed Breeze. Like that, I said, okay, it's like like if Breeze goes out, we have this quarterback, we're fine. Or. But when Taysom was in, I knew it was just like, well, she might lose just because of quarterback. In my opinion, Taysom wasn't that bad. As much as everyone says Taysom was that bad, he wasn't that bad. If we were to sit down with Taysom, let him be under QB coach, and for a year, let him play like that, and actually be a QB and not just be an athlete, I feel like he could benefit from it. Mm-hmm. I feel like just trying to toss him in the play quarterback was not the best thing to do. So that's why he didn't succeed. You can't just toss a guy in there and just tell him, like, yeah, you can some you can throw. We've seen your QB talent. So go play QB. It's not going to work. Well, then again, too, like, I feel like um, the reason why like, we put him in is because the kind of team, the teams we did play – like they weren't, they weren't like, oh, we have for sure have to have an actual quarterback here. Yeah, and that's my thing too. Is like, if it was a situation where you actually needed a quarterback, like, you're probably gonna have to battle. You know, like, I was like oh, we can play slow and methodical and let them do their thing, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what's about as well? Um, Dang, I was gonna say. 
Oh, right, here we go. I, I figured out that they probably didn't want to play Jameis, so he can look good and what you call it, potentially get bought away from another team so they can bring it back on the lower contract. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. So that's that's obviously a possibility as well. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, you know, I can see that. But I mean, you know, how many teams are looking? We're looking to sign Jameis before. So I mean, you know, he's he's him and Marcus Mariota. I mean, it's it's crazy. I never. I don't think there's ever been a first and a second draft pick that were didn't really pan out of yeah. the first round. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, the first and the second pick did not pan out in the first round. Like, he's had their good years, but, like, Lamar. Granted, I get Marcus Mariota that the Texans didn't start on Texas. The Titans didn't protect him oh, yeah. at all. They surely gave him the shitty end of that situation. The first year was probably his best year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think J- did James win off of Torquedia that year? I can't remember. Not really sure, but yeah. Uh, there's nothing really he can can do about that when you don't have a man- good management or a good coach either. Yep. You know. And then He's just, he gets replaced by Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill takes off. Then you got Derrick Henry. He's a beast. So, I mean, hopefully, I feel like in Oakland, Marcus could potentially be the starter. I don't, I don't think John Green wants Derrick Carr to be his There's always rumors that he wants to get trade trade him. And yeah, he's gonna trade Derek Carr. And he traded Khalil Mack. I'm not gonna put anything. I'm not gonna lie. I would like Derek Carr in the Saints offense. Mm. I I was surprised. uh, I feel like Derek Carr played good in in the Saints offense. Yeah, I feel like he could too. I don't know why. Why? He plays plays good in the Oakland offense. So I mean, with. Actual weapon. He he has Darren Waller. He had Nelson Aguilar. Uh, who else were his receivers? Uh, uh, Henry Ruggs. Before that, Mari uh, Cooper and, not, and not, Matthew Crabtree. And he played great. I mean, you give him Michael Thomas. Like he almost had like an MVP type of offense uh, season before he got hurt. Yeah, that injury really messed him up. I mean, you really don't even – depending on the Saints offense, you're only really getting a Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and then you give him Alvin Kamara. He's <coughs> he's going to do well. But I feel like Sean's a better play caller. You know, you already have Josh Jacobs yeah. right now. Yeah. John Gruden. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> John Gruden is a good coach. He's been handed – Good teams, but he's always going to end up being eight and eight. He's like he he's like uh, Jason Garrett. He's always going to be eight and eight. You know he got he he was handed basically a championship team. Oh yeah, but you he, know that defense like, was amazing. When he took over, they already had. Yeah, if, if he didn't win, there be a, it would have been a problem. That don't make no sense. So I mean, 
But he is a good quarterback coach. I give him that. John Gruden is an excellent mm-hmm. quarterback coach. But he is a hard dude to deal with. So you do have to deal with his attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I just so, feel like <laughs> him and Derek don't match. Yeah. Derek looked too humble. And I also feel like it's not – John wants to make it his team. He, he wants it to be his guy, and, and Derek's not his guy, which is fine. Well, that's, just, you know, that's the thing, though. Coaches like, come in with that attitude. Um, most, uh, like, new coaches, when they get a quarter – when they get a new team, they want their quarterback, you know? They don't want the quarterback that's already yeah. been there. They all – mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want this quarterback so I can trust what he's doing. So I know what he's doing. So, yeah, that exactly. I'm sorry. It, it's it's the business of the NFL. It's, yeah, always how it does. You know, it happens to the best quarterbacks. I mean, <clears throat> sometimes it's for the best in that situation. You know, guys like Drew Bledsoe, Tony Romo. I mean, even Drew Brees, but Drew Brees played amazing in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it happens, man. Sometimes you get replaced, but it's all about the bounce back. You know, Alex Smith, hopefully, if he gets his tanks, can bounce back. But I don't feel like uh, coaches are invested in him because of that injury. And like Robert Barry said, he was afraid to put him out there because you don't know what's going to happen. And you don't want to be that coach that puts someone out there and they get injured again because everyone's going to point the finger at you. And be like, why'd you do that? And put him out there because you knew the risk that I've run. But, you know, hopefully someone gives him that chance. I feel like Alex can play well mm-hmm. if given that chance. Or even just year. like be a what you call it, a like a top tier backup and everything. So you're like, oh, my quarterback goes down. I have another, another player to have backing him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex will be an excellent backup. He's a game manager. That's all. Alex is a game manager. He's checked down out. I dealt with no. I've been with Alex for a long time with the Chiefs. He is checked down Alex. He is a good quarterback, but he is not someone that's gonna leave Shit, the Chiefs decided his ass back. If anything. Mm-hmm. Like he knows the offense. You know, I don't know, like, you know, you know he may not even want to like start. You know, I haven't heard it saying he wants to start next year. Or not. I feel like Alex wants to start. I feel like well, with any quarterback, uh, you're probably gonna want to start, you know. But like, yeah, he, he like, they want to. He wants to. Like, start. he wants to start, but like, if he gets a chance to win a Super Bowl, maybe with one of the old old teams he was at, that actually gave him a second chance. Really, I'm actually surprised the Patriots didn't sign him as a backup. I think I thought he could do really well on the Patriots offense, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, sure. I feel like he can do good. He's pretty, pretty much be like Tom Not exactly. He plays similar to Tom Brady. He's not going to play mm-hmm. like Tom Brady, but in a similar like situation. Like how his game how he can do that. Is, like, he can dunk. Kind of. mm-hmm. In the case, if you have to go deep, he'll go deep. It's mm-hmm. going to be accurate. Yeah. Uh, have you been watching any March Madness? I have it, but I've been keeping up. Like who's who, like who's playing who? Like I seen that what you call it? That a lot of teams that got upset, upset it. There you go. That's a better word. Yeah. 
Yep. It's the first time UNC, Duke, and Kentucky haven't been in the March Madness tournament. Damn. First time, wait. Duke, Kentucky, and UNC all didn't make it? Whoa. I thought one of them made it. Mm-hmm. Damn. No. How, so, how's it that bad? How's it? Whoa. It, 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 I mean, Kentucky struggled this year. John Kyle Park, I think, had his worst group of kids this year, in my opinion. They were not. Because I don't think that a lot the of talent. Go to, and that's, here's my thing. Did a lot of like the top guys go to yeah no the talent, the, the the talent was it, the the talent was that is another thing too a lot of the kids did go to the G, the G League and because one that is going to help them because they get they get paid so they, they did yeah they're getting paid oh dang so they did miss out on a lot of that talent but the talent was still there though they still have yeah. the talent to compete it was just that it just wasn't meshing this year. Did did they have that dude like they used to you? Like in Kentucky or Duke? Did they have that dude that they usually have? Like that one player that like is just absolutely just better than everybody else? And it's probably gonna go number one or two in the in the draft. Uh I don't think so because They never could figure out who was that dude. It was a lot of good guys, but no one ever could figure out who was going to be the dude. Because when you got a team, you got to figure out who's the guy. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? guy? I got trust to get. You know, to get us like thirty points, or to get us like you know our team rocking, or whatever, something like that. But I feel like a miracle. I feel like this might be a year where the Cinderella team wins the wins the finals. Oh yeah, it definitely. Oh, yeah. It, it, it definitely. It, it, it's going to be a weird team that no one would have thought would have won. I can I like to take one guess between Oral Roberts and uh, Loyola Chicago. I think one of those two is going to make a run. All the way to the uh, final four, or in my opinion, I think Gonzaga can win it. Much you. Is Iowa still win? No, Iowa. Oh, they did. They did. But Luke, Luca Graza dropped thirty six. Senior last game dropped thirty six. Dude leads Iowa in scoring. <coughs> Two time All American. Mm-hmm. He's definitely he's gonna have his judge retired over over ten thousand points, I believe, and six thousand uh, rebounds or six not six and like I think ten hundred points and like six hundred rebounds, something like that. They said dude's gonna yeah. He's definitely gonna be a first round pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be an older dude, but a first rounder. He's not gonna be the one and done type that he come to be first rounder. It's really not bad for kids to stay all four years. You develop your yeah, but when you go, you know, and then when you go yeah. into the NBA, you're kind of more in front of all right, cool. Like I know what I'm doing. I can do. I can do. Yeah, you know, you're kind of technically still fresh out of high school. What? 
Yeah, literally. What a lot of people, a lot of kids don't understand is you're not, when you go to the NBA, it's rigorous on your body. You're playing 82 games, you're traveling, you play back to back games where you play in one yes. city, you're an airplane fly to another city in a different time zone, gotta figure out how to adjust that time zone. Your body has to develop. Exactly. I don't know, even that noise. Like, <laughs> like what you call it? Like, even then, like, and then, like, the four years are going to be even smarter, though, too, because they're not going to be, they're not yeah. going to be, like, technically still fresh out of high school. Because what you call it? Like, grass and the semesters you're taking, you know, you know, you're going to be a top, like, a first overall pick or something next year or whatever. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to take card classes. You're going to take the basic classes. Yeah. That the at least basic classes you can do in order to just stay flowing in grades. Yep. But here's the thing too: you also learn the game exactly. Of you know, when you're fresh out of high school, you know the you know the miniature mm. basketball. If you've been going to camps, playing AAU, you know you know basketball. But when you get to college and you're getting around a college coach at a Power Five school. That's coach. That's you know either one national championships or at least been to a March Madness, been to tournaments. One, you know anything like that, they know the game of basketball. So you're gonna learn it a lot deeper on a deeper scale. Exactly. So it's always good to stay for all four years because you're almost like a veteran at that point. Yep. Donovan Mitchell, for example, play all four years is amazing point guard for Utah Jazz right now, leading them first place in the conference. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with staying all four years at a college. Exactly, because I never, because honestly, like of all the first players have done four years out of college, so most majority of them are decent NBA players. Yeah, yep. but don't be that guy that comes out unless you know you're gonna be. Has to, you know, unless you really, truly know you're gonna be that good, you know, they, you know yeah. you're actually getting talked about. And, Oh man, this kid's a generous talent. Like if he came out, was able to come out of the league out of Shannon High School. Like if you don't have that type of buzz around you, there's no point of you actually trying to go on to the what you call it to the league right away. Because you don't want to be that guy that is trying to take off. Because it really generally takes three years to figure out if you know first rounder is gonna be what it's exactly. supposed to be. <clears throat> but if you're you know it's your third year. And you're not taking that leap, dude. You're done. You know, teams aren't going to keep you unless, unless they really, really like you. Unless they really, really like you, they're not going to keep you. You're going to get released or you're going to go to the G League and then you're going to be in the G League and then you have to work your way back up, which is no yeah. problem, but it's just you know, a tougher mm-hmm. path. So it's just like, I'd rather stay all four years, get all I can out of it because maybe that first year you don't, you know, score a lot in college. So you're not even on the radar. But that second year, oh, you're on the radar now because you're averaging double digits in points or assists or rebounds, whatever it may be. So now you're even you're presenting your first round pick. So you're better off staying in you know college to be even improve your draft stock. Yeah. Um, like yeah, like some players maybe like uh, one person was like, "Yeah, you're top. You're gonna be the first rounder. Yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. 
But, I mean, that's all I got. You want? You got anything with other topics you want to talk about? No, that was all my yeah, time. All right, well, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> um, we're trying to get better. There's stuff that we got to do, improve on, but we will, we will try to improve on. Follow the Instagram at Lico and Bo Podcast. Again, our Bo and Lico Podcast, I can't really remember. But again, follow us on Instagram. It's the Bo and Lico Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you.